Welcome to Yas McQueen. Um, I'm Rebecca McQueen-Ruark. I'm the Vice President of Student Affairs and Dean of Students at Kentucky Wesleyan College. And this is my podcast where I get to talk to student leaders on our campus um, and get to know them a little better. And so today, I am so lucky to be able to interview the one and only Owen Crawwinkle, who is a senior from Owensboro, Kentucky. Um, But I'm going to let him introduce himself. So Owen, um, just tell us... um, Introduce yourself to us and what you're involved in on campus. Well, first I want to point out, I, I think it's funny you said the one and only, because I thought I was the only, one and only also, but I looked it up one time. There's another Owen Crawwinkle in New York, so shout out to him. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're twinsies right there. Well, there's there. like there's like six Rebecca McQueens out there. Yeah. It's weird. That, that's like a weird thing, because yeah. you're, like, uh, you're like living my life, and they were all like way more attractive and <laughs> making more money than I was. So wow. do you know anything about this other Owen Crawwinkle? No, nah, he's younger than me. I tried reaching out to him. I was like, hey, we got the same name. He's like, okay, leave me alone. And so, no, creeper. yeah, that's that about it, really. Okay, so most important to know about this Owen Crawwinkle is yes. that he's a creeper. No, I'm just kidding. Nah. All right, so what are you involved in on campus? I am most probably involved with Sigma Phi Epsilon, one of the three fraternities on campus, and I've recently become a senator for SGA. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, I think many people will describe me as kind of a butterfly. I don't really, I don't have a whole lot of time outside of work and classes to fully commit to a lot of organizations, but I do try to attend as many organization events as possible. Uh, I do consider myself a member of Soul X, uh, a good friend of mine, Don, formed that organization last year, miss him dearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like to attend those events when I can. Um, and what is your major? I'm an accounting major with an economics minor. Okay, and you just presented at a conference. What was that it, conference? That you it had? was the Kentucky Economics Association, their annual conference. Uh, last year it was actually at Brescia. This year was at Northern Kentucky University up uh, by Cincinnati. Uh, and I presented my managerial statistics research paper from Professor Dow's class uh, discussing, uh, just analyzing data we were given by Matthew 25, a local yeah. uh, HIV AIDS and education clinic. Uh, it was very interesting, very fun to do. Is that, the, I'm sorry, I know we're getting off topic. Is that the class where you pick local nonprofits and like help them basically? Yeah, Professor Dow pretty much broke us up into groups, assigned us a nonprofit. I know, I think the other group was helping TWO of Owensboro mm-hmm. and the Peter Workshop. Uh, and we were assigned Matthew 25. It was me, Will Boltinghouse, shout out to him, yeah. uh, Preston Wright, and Declan Sandifer uh, all working on, working on it. It was a lot of fun. That's cool. I think that's a great service that like Professor Dow offers to these mm-hmm. local nonprofits because it's probably as a nonprofit, they probably don't have the staff to be able to do all of that kind of stuff that they right. want to do. Right. And, and it's a great learning experience for right. y'all. So, and awesome. of course she, you know, tells them that this is, you know, undergrad research. It's not something that's going to be like groundbreaking. It's just something to consider, yeah. you know, and she does a really good job of like, it's a complete research paper. Like it, it's legitimate. It's official. Uh, she does really good about doing that. So, all right, Owen, tell us a little bit about who you were before KWC, how you got here, where you grew up. All right. So easiest question where I grew up was here in Owensboro all my life. Technically one year in Livermore, but you know, I was a a toddler, so I don't (laughs) don't count it, but, uh, I went to Davis County high school. I was involved in a number of clubs, including student council, the Y club. Um, I was on the swim team. I am a swimmer of about so for nine years and now I've been coaching for about this is my fourth year starting. Um, my parents, Ed and Jody Chronicle, my dad's lived here pretty much all his life as well. Uh, they actually met here in Kentucky Wesleyan college. Um, and that was a big driving force for me to decide to come here because mm-hmm. it's close to home. I knew I would still have, 
uh, accessibility of my family. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 my parents are fortunate enough to allow me to stay on campus for my first two years. So I get that still somewhat yeah, called experience, experience where I can still, you know, home is five minutes away. I don't have to worry right. about it. Uh, did you do your laundry or did you take it home? I did my own laundry. Okay. My mom wouldn't let me. That's good. Yeah. I wouldn't <laughs> think that your mom would, but I still think it's impressive because yeah, anyway. anyway. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Kentucky, I, I'll be honest. I, I was not super proactive on picking out a college. I only applied to two colleges. I don't know if you knew that no. here, here in WKU. Okay. Uh, and the only reason I consider here is because uh, Blake, who moved on to another position Blake last Harrison? year. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Uh, <laughs> I was working at um, Gary's Drive-In. Shout out to them. They're oh, still great best food. Best burgers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was working there one summer, and Blake was a regular there, and he came in and convinced me to go to the Scholars Academy. Yeah. Even though I was like a week behind or week past due on the application for it, but he still let me submit it. I still got to go. I had a lot of fun. Decided, you know what? It's pretty good. And then I went to the Scholars Weekend. Mm-hmm. Got a Pretty good scholarship, not to brag or anything. But. Like, I'm just like a genius. It's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I said, you know what? It's good enough for me. You know, I'm getting an accounting degree. I can get that just about anywhere. Uh, and I figured, I also heard that KFC did have a good accounting program. A lot of successful CPA oh, yeah. passage rates. Uh, and now that I'm taking those accounting classes, I understand why they are brutal on you but you learn the material one yeah. way or the other that's why i tell students all the time when they complain about a class being hard i'm like i bet that's probably the, one of the ones that you're learning the most in too it just sucks in the meantime <laughs> so scholars academy you came you know the between your junior and senior year of high school and then how many times have you been a residential counselor for us for scholars academy so i said i counseled um summer of 2019 going into my freshman year here uh-huh. Next summer was canceled because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Summer after that, I was counselor. My, my computer's mixed up. So summer 2019, no summer 2020, summer 21. Uh-huh. I won't be counselor this year because I'm graduating. Right. So, okay. All right. So you did it twice. Yes. Yes. Which is good. I mean, that's mm-hmm. you're a good ambassador for us because you were a student who went through it. Um, and then you're also a student who's made the most of their experience here. So you're mm-hmm. the exact kind of student that we want, you know, working those things. Okay. Um, so Owen, what do you hope to do with your degree after KWC? Is it, I mean, obvious, do you want to get your CPA license? And- I, I would like to at some point, um, kind of same way how it was with picking out a college. I've been kind of just like, you know, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, long-term goal. I have a lot of interest in working for the FBI as a forensic accountant. Oh, interesting. Uh, a lot, a lot of interest in trying to fight against white collar crime, tax fraud, um, something along those lines. I actually, I had applied and got an interview for a FBI internship last summer. Oh, wow. I didn't, I didn't get the position, but I did get the interview, which was a good networking connection. Yeah. Uh, and then I was going to try again for this summer, but they require you to go, uh, in back in the school the following semester after the summer. And okay. I plan on going to grad school right away, so I just couldn't do it. Yeah. Uh, so for the meantime, I'm looking at just typical corporate accounting, public accounting type positions. Um, Sam Bland uh, graduated yeah. class of 19, I believe. Is he in Nashville now? He is in Nashville working okay. for Ernst & Young, and he reached out to me uh, to see if I can work for them. Uh, well, oh, the, nice. to go for the recruitment process. I shouldn't yeah, say he offered yeah, me a job. But to I don't apply. Want but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I've been looking at that a little bit. They do have a forensic department. Uh, it's not quite the same goal as the FBI. It's more just to help clients avoid accidental fraud, whereas the FBI is looking for per- People doing purposeful it fraud. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there and a couple other firms. Um, I'm planning on going or meeting with some people from Riney Hancock. Interview yeah. with them. 
but overall, I don't have a set plan for where I'm going after graduation. But are you st- like, so you're open to moving other places, not necessarily yes. just staying in Owensboro. Right. I, you know, I've lived in Owensboro my life. I love it here. I definitely see myself living here for a much more long time. That's a sentence. Um, <laughs> but I do want to move away for a little bit. Um, kind of similar to my dad. That he, he and my mom lived in Nashville for a few years mm-hmm. while she went to optometry school. Um, so I definitely want to live in a bigger city for a while. Meet more people, make some more connections. Uh, it's definitely been beneficial living close to home for college because that's very easy for me to meet people that either already know me or know my parents. Yeah, uh, it makes it easier to make those kind of connections, get yeah. more opportunities that way. But um, you want to spread your wings a little bit and go somewhere else. Yeah, I don't want to spend my whole life in the same town. You know, I think Owensboro has a lot of that. Like kids who grow up here, then they go like to like a Nashville mm-hmm. or a Louisville right. and then they come back home because they realize this is a great place to yeah. like live and raise a family. And that, that's why I tell people all the time is that, you know, you ask any high school, if they listen, if any of y'all are listening right now and you're in high school and you're like, I'm getting the heck out of Dodge. Yeah. You know, you'll, you'll probably like coming back one day. Maybe yeah. not. I'm not going to promise you that, but you well, know. you know, if you complain about the traffic on 54 and then move <laughs> to Nashville, you're going to have a rude awakening yeah. because people, my husband is the worst about complaining about traffic on 54. And I'm like, you did not live in Charlotte. Like I did, yeah. like, this is not real. <laughs> so, um, your dad was a police officer, correct? Right. For, I always say about 20 years. I think it was a little less than that actually, but yeah, he retired, I think about five or six years ago now. And now he's a financial advisor for Edward Jones. Okay. So like the forensic FBI stuff is like a great yeah. combination of like yeah. all of that well, together. I, I got a lot interested uh, back in 2016. I went to a, the FBI had this youth leadership program okay. that's like offered only to like 14 to 16 years olds, you know, good GPA, good leadership recommendations, the yeah, app, application and interview to get in. And you also had to be a child or grandchild of somebody who graduated from the academy. Now, my oh. dad was never an FBI agent, but they had a, uh, like, special, like, summer class for police officers internationally. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went to that, representing OPD, and that technically counted as graduating from the academy. So, I was then eligible to go to this youth program. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah, I went to that. It was, like, 60 kids from around the country, including some international kids, uh, two girls from Australia, one boy from Poland, one boy from Puerto Rico, I mean, a girl from Canada as well. Uh, we, all, we all stayed in Quantico for about 10 days learning seminars on leadership, constitutional law, all kinds of FBI-related activity. What an awesome opportunity. I got to meet uh, James Comey, the former FBI director. Oh, and, really? In oh, 2016. Scandalous, because it, of all that, that happened. He was, he talked about the, he, I was saying divulge information, but he was saying, you know, it's been interesting working with the Hillary email scandal at the time. Yeah. Uh, so it was very, very interesting to hear him from that time. And then, you know, he gets fired less than a year later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was, that's really interesting. Okay. So you are a member of Sigma Phi Epsilon fraternity. Yes. Why did you choice, choice? Wow. Why did you choose to join a fraternity? Um, and what have you gained from being in it? So, you know, I, I wasn't sure if I was going to join a fraternity when I first came to KWC. I decided in my head, no matter where I went, I was going to check it out at least. I don't want to, you know, shut myself off from possible, you know, organizations. Uh, of course, I had heard, you know, negative stereotypes about Greek life for a long time. And right. I wasn't, you know, I, I still have the mindset that I'm not going to let some organization bully me or harass me or whatever. Right. And I'm more than happy to say I've never had any incident or seen any incident done to me or anybody else. Uh, really in any of the Greek lives, but especially with SIGAP, I've been nothing but felt loved and welcomed. Uh, and it is a true brotherhood. 
That's good to hear because I always tell people there are those uh, preconceived notions about fraternity and sorority life out there, especially at like big schools. Right. And I'm like, it's different. Not that it's bad at those places, but it's it's definitely different at Kentucky Wesleyan. Right. Because of the size, it really does provide that opportunity for like a family and just like support for each other. So right. I'm glad that that was your experience. And when I talk to people like at Scholars Academy about uh, Greek life, I tell them, even if you don't end up going here, if you go somewhere else, do not you know, go sig up just because I told you I like it here because it can be wildly different. In fact, the uh, sig up chapter down in Florida just got shut down for, I don't want to get into it, but it was oh, bad. Really? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I recommend everybody, you know, check it out at least, see if it's something for you. If you don't like the people in it, don't join it. You know, not going to yes. hurt my feelings. Uh, <laughs> uh, just, you know, make sure you get involved at, at school uh, and college because I see a lot of people, you know, even here at Kentucky Wesleyan, uh, a lot of them just go to class, go home. That's it. And then they then you wonder why they're not happy, you know, going to college. Well, you're not involved in anything. There's no real connection. You got you got to build that. Right. You have to find your place. Um, is there something that you hope you know you graduate in? Mm. I don't know, seven months. Um, you know, <laughs> no pressure. But um, is there something that you hope to see Sig Ep accomplish before you graduate? I am thankful to say that I've seen a lot more improvement. From Sig Ep, especially since COVID really put a damper on not just a us. damper on everything. Yeah, you know, I, I've heard the same things been happening in the high schools. Just there's a lot less interest for a lot of organizations. People are just like, you know, we're here, just get through it, don't worry about it. Right. Uh, I think we're doing good. We've increased our numbers more each year. We've uh, made more effort to increase activity on campus. Uh, it's given me a lot of opportunity to put, have like real responsibility and plan events. You know, because when you're in high school. You know, you're going to be on an EC position on, you know, student council or whatever. Right. You don't really do anything. It, it's all the teachers. It's like in name only. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, but, you know, you don't realize until you get to college that if you are president or some high up leader in an organization, that's on you to get it complete. It's like a job. Almost. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's a real responsibility. And I, I think everybody should find that in some organization or another. Or even start your own organization, like how Wiley did with the Harry Potter Club. You know, it's a it's a good opportunity to uh, find what you are best at leadership wise and what you need to be working on and how to work with other people. It's also great to make you know good connections. Yeah, well, and I, I do know that SIGEP. I remember very distinctly, y'all have like really high GPAs too. Yeah, like you aren't just you know guys who are involved on campus and doing a lot of stuff. You're also excelling in the classroom. Right. Um, and so I always think that's impressive. I appreciate that. In fact, I just got the midterm grades back from Michael uh -huh. and we got some work to do, but I, I have faith that we can, uh, bring ourselves back to the top, uh, yeah. as we always be. Well, in the midterms, you know, people always, I don't know, panic is a strong word, but people get stressed about midterm right. grades, but right. a lot of professors use those as just like a measuring stick in the middle of the semester right. to say like, you know, you need to improve. So and I know a lot is no also just. I, you know, I've had professors, you know, some in Weston, not a whole lot, but also, you know, back in high school, they just wouldn't put grades in on time. And then it's kind of like, oh, well, now my parents are panicking because they saw at a, you know, a C in high school biology. I'm like, no, 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 you just didn't put in the other grades. Right, and they're like, you know, sure, you're just saying. That. Yeah, it's like, you know, I understand, you know, professors and teachers, they're real people with their own lives going on. I'm not going to try to rush them just for my own sake. Like, I, I'm more focused on make sure the guys, like, my position is to, get is to make sure grades are up, so. It's on me to make sure people are going to study hours they need to, meet with the professor they need to. Uh, I can set up tutoring hours with myself, you know, in our organization uh, or with the SSC, you know, 
there's a lot of ways that I've got ways to help these guys out with their classes. Which I think is something that people don't know about fraternities and sororities is that y'all do have, because you want the best for your entire group, right. that you do encourage that academic excellence. Right. And I don't think that that's what everybody always associates with those things, but right. y'all are on their tails about it. So I think that's good. And I think there are definitely some students, I would have needed that um, <laughs> as a college student for sure. Okay. So in your free time that you don't have very much of Owen, uh, you're also a swim coach and a bartender. Um, yeah at SIP downtown, yep. which I just went to last week, actually. Um, tell me about those things. Like I, you obviously right. swam for a long time and you're a swim coach for the Marlins. Right. So okay. I, I swam for nine years with Owensboro Marlins. It's like a travel swim team, much like how USA soccer is or something along those lines. Uh, I had a lot of fun, a lot of great memories with that. And then once I decided I was going to stay in town to go to Wesleyan, the head coach, Volley Prada, who by the way is an Olympian, I Oh, yeah, for, wow. A lot of people I don't realize that. I, you know, we just have an Olympian swim coach. He actually, he retired over no summer, deal. but you know, <laughs> yeah. no big deal. Um, he reached out to me and asked if I wanted to help assist coaching for the following semester, uh, or just for our foreseeable future, just because they were kind of shorthanded on coaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was assisting, uh, coach Taylor, uh, shout out to her. I don't think she'll ever hear this, but <laughs> she, de- definitely one of my favorite coaches to work with. Um, and you know, this is fall of 2019. It was going pretty good. I was meeting everybody. Uh, I was, you know, getting the hang of it. And then it was oh, in the before time and before time, but even before that, back in the January of 2020, she was pregnant and she gave birth in January. So then all of a sudden I'm by myself coaching this group of 20 or so eight year olds, mm, Good times. get them to, you know, get faster and have them listen. And I, it was trial by fire pretty much. Um, but I ended up having a lot of fun with it until, of course, you know, everything got shut down. And then yeah. uh, since then, you know, we've picked back up. We're pretty much back to where we used to be. Um, if there's any parents out there with young kids but or in high school or middle school, you know, shout out to the Marlins. Yeah. Maybe have them sign up. It's a good exercise for them. Keep them healthy. Keep them busy. Well, I will say, you know, as somebody, you see me in there, I don't even know if swim is the word I would use for what I do there, but even the little bit I do there, it's like the best workout ever. Mm. I don't think people understand oh, how yeah, like and- s- swimming like works everything in your body. Oh, I, and I'm incredibly thankful my parents made me stick with it because I wasn't really that competitive or too much involved, like focused on being athletic. Yeah. But even now when I'm like more focused on going to the gym or weightlifting, I realize just how strong my back and my legs are because of it. It's like, yeah. it, it's crazy. I would never have had that if I was playing some other sport. Yeah. Well, there, and there's tons of kids. I, I see you like coaching mm. um, and they seem to be very like well-disciplined kids, mm. but they also have a lot of fun. Like when there's yeah. two or three of them in the lane and they're like splashing each other. Anyway. Yeah. I, I try to, I try to, you know, let them have fun, but there's also some days where I think that literally yesterday they were getting my nerves real bad. Just talk, <laughs> like I said, they're, you're pretty good about listening when i'm talking but yesterday we were just talking through me i was like all right we're doing push-ups i'll practice we had a lot of candy it's like halloween season Probably. maybe they were like <laughs> high on candy from school okay so bartending yes um um yeah so i started working there in november of 2020 uh-huh. and uh the owner karen holman uh i swam with her kids that's how i knew them okay and they had recently just one of their uh, only male employees that moved on to another job out of town mm-hmm. so they were looking for another male employee to kind of you know she, the way she phrased like, I need you to take the trash out so the girls don't feel scared going to that back alley and all that. Yeah, I can do that. Uh, so I started working there. It's probably one of the best jobs I've ever had. Uh, just from ease and money wise, it's really good. Really? And <laughs> I've also made a lot of good connections there. A lot of the regulars come through are some of the nicest people you ever meet. I was I was kind of worried, you know, if I'm working at a bar, I'm going to be dealing with a bunch of drunk, belligerent people. 
I can like I could probably count them one hand the nights I've had ever bad. Every other night is decent to great. Yeah, I feel like Sip is like the place. I mean, every time I've been there, you like go with like a group of girls, and it's not like uh, there's another place in Owensboro that I think is like the place you go to like rage you know right. like sip is like a hangout chill like have a couple of glasses of wine maybe i shouldn't say rage. maybe it's uh i was expecting more snobby people oh, okay. like people who are like you know it's a wealthier clientele there and yeah. sometimes well and i didn't uh, think about when you just said that about like it's a, been a great place to network yeah yeah because I, I think of the people who i know that like frequent there and i'm like yeah those are good people to know for anyone doesn't know i'm gonna plug my job because i want y'all to come by and yeah. tip me uh <laughs> It, Sip is located underneath those really nice apartments yeah. down by the river, like right across from the fountains mm-hmm. uh, downtown. Uh, so come stop by and say hi. Which, what nights do you work? Pretty much always either Friday or Saturday, sometimes both nights. Okay. Uh, usually evenings will be like five to midnight, six to midnight. It is it. So like, I know obviously like the nicer weather is going to end soon. Right. Um, does it slow down during the winter? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, we've already seen a big slowdown since just summer. Yeah. Uh, Friday after five was a big uh, oh, draw point. People because y'all are like for, right there in the middle of all right, that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But it's still, we make pretty good money even on the slower nights. Uh, usually it, it even just takes like one like big party to come in and nobody else does. They'll, they'll get plenty to make the night worth it. Okay. Nice. And even on the slow nights, I usually bring a book or homework or something to work on. And, you know, our manager our, our, and the owner are both super chill about it. Oh, that's nice. I've always... um. <laughs> The white furniture in there, uh, when I was in there just last week, it was like, bold choice for a wine bar to have this white <laughs> furniture. And she was like, it's actually a special, yeah. like, wine-resistant leather or something. And I was like, okay, you're so, a genius, actually. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm sure she just told you that. But, no, but I was just like, a whole bunch of, like, drunk people with red wine yeah. um, on these white couches. Plus, but it's I, easy to bleach. I did buy my, I'm a big Real Housewives fan. <laughs> and so they had these, like, engraved glasses in there that said Real Housewives of Owensboro. Yeah, so that's my yeah. new wine glass that I use so oh, good i'm glad somebody bought one yeah it was just me it was a little pricier than i thought it was gonna be but <laughs> i didn't care i bought it because i needed it okay all right so i'm just gonna ask you some like icebreaker get to know you questions and to wrap up here okay. um if you could only listen to music by one artist for the rest of your life who would you choose to listen to see i saw a question i was, I was having trouble because i listen to more i based my music on like genre rather than artists uh-huh uh, I will say lately, Greta Van Fleet, me and my family went and saw their concert okay. in Cincinnati uh, a few months back. It was a wonderful concert. They're like, uh, a lot of people compared to like Led Zeppelin, very similar, like rock and roll sounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, their messages are super nice. Uh, very good sound. The singer is incredible. Uh, so I really, I really like them. I'd probably choose them. I've heard of Greta Van Fleet, but I've never heard their music, but that's just, you know, I hear people. Just put it on after this. I should. Yeah. I listen to a lot of nineties music. Like I'm very stuck in the, <laughs> you know, when I listen to XM, when I'm not listening to WKWC 90.3. Of course. Okay. Um, what is the best movie or show that you have watched recently? I'll answer both. Both sh- favorite show, uh, Better Call Saul, the Breaking Bad prequel series See, i never watched breaking bad it, it's incredible okay it, i it's not for everybody like my dad you know you know you think a cop would be into watching a, a yeah. you know a crime show but you, you couldn't get into it but if you get into it it's one probably one of the best written shows okay i've heard that i, I just need I, to i love it, it but and so it, this is a follow-up to that it it, it takes place before breaking bad so it's but like a prequel it's a prequel you don't i really don't think you need to watch breaking bad to enjoy better call Saul, but there are some things that they pay off better if okay. you know who these people are and what their motives are and all that I, I, again i think you could probably watch it and not have to worry about it and what is that on like what do you watch that on 
Uh, it's on Netflix. Everything's over the final season. Okay. Um, okay. And then what about movie? Uh, most recently, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. It was a A24 film. Came out back in like February, I think. Uh, is about a Chinese family living in a, you know, they, they live within their means. They own a laundromat. Uh, mm-hmm. They live in the apartment above it. The main character, I can't remember her name, but uh, she's the mother of this family unit. And she's very stressed out. Everything's going on. IRS is on their butt trying to, you know, get the money. Mm-hmm. Uh, the father-in-law came in and he's being snippy and all this stuff. And then, you know, it's all very typical, like, kind of drama type uh, plot and then it takes a straight left turn into uh the the mother is now part of this multi multiversal plot to you know save the multiverse kind of like you know if you're okay. familiar with the like marvel marvel stuff, stuff. Okay. It's like, it seemed like every movie was about the multiverse over the past yeah, like year. I, people keep talking about that stuff and it just i'm like that's that's beyond like my brain like i said i watch a lot of real housewives so the yeah. multiverse is like outside of my like and, comprehension and, and i'll admit when they first they're trying to you know set up the exposition so you understand what's going on they you know they probably can improve a lot better but it's one of the few movies i've like laughed and cried watching in a long time i remember people yeah. talking was it like really um and maybe i'm like artistically shot like yeah. cinematically like it's yeah those, be- those a24 uh studio films they tend to be a lot more kind of art housey but yeah. still very accessible uh to people who don't watch art house i need to watch that that i probably Beyond the multiverse stuff, I would probably find it. Uh, it it's definitely more, you, you get a lot more impact from like the family dynamics, yeah. uh, relationship dynamics. Uh, the multiverse stuff is just there for more of the comedy. Of it. It's a really funny movie. That's deep. Okay. I gotta, I gotta watch that. All right. What is one thing most people wouldn't know about you? Mm, uh, I think a lot of people are surprised that I consider myself pretty introverted. Uh, really? Yeah. Cause I, I think the meaning of extrovert introvert gets misconstrued a lot um i i get worn out pretty easily being around groups of people uh i don't get you know, extroverts get energized by it i just get kind of drained by it yeah. my, my grandmother she asked me the same question she thought i was she actually like i insulted myself saying i was introverted was like, you're not an introvert like it's okay you're like it's, it's not a bad thing it's not it's like just, I, didn't, yeah, I didn't call myself just, stupid or something I was just like right. I, you know i just i have a shorter duration of you know where i'm like excited to be around other people otherwise i get like I locked myself in my room for a while and I'm just relaxing for 24 hours. Yeah, and then you I'm just like, need time to yourself yeah. to recharge. That's to- I think that totally makes sense. Yeah. And then our, you know, the draw back to, or not draw back, uh, circling back to fraternity life. It's given me a good opportunity to force myself into more social situations, which has yeah. paid off tremendously. I've met a lot of wonderful people here at Wesleyan. Well, and what's nice about the field that you want to go into is there'll be a lot of like, Accounting can be kind of lonely mm. from people that I've, but you'll be able to, but you, you can get the people interaction when you want and need it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah. um, so you can have a mix of both. Okay. Last question that wasn't on the list. I sent you before today. Um, why Kentucky Wesleyan? If you were going to talk to somebody about why they should consider Kentucky Wesleyan, what would you say? I chose Kentucky Wesleyan because it was close to home. Allowed me to stay close to my family and the class size from freshman to senior year allowed me to more easily connect with my professors, to better understand the material, and to better connect with my community. Okay. And are you? is there anything you're excited about between now and graduation? One of them I know for sure we're doing, uh, around Valentine's Day, we're going to do our bachelor auction again. Okay. This time I want to do it bigger and better. I want as many people to come as possible. So if you're listening still, I want you all to come to that. It'll be sometime around Valentine's Day. It'll be a lot of fun. Okay. Uh, all the money will go towards Wendell Foster, our local philanthropy for SIGUP. Mm-hmm. Uh, so very excited about that. 
Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you, Owen, for coming and talk to me. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. All right.